Have you ever wondered what it might look to be a woman in tech? Now, it was International Women's Day yesterday, March 8th. So I thought this would be the perfect time to share my own experiences. Now, I actually share the same article on my WordPress development website, but I liked it so much that I wanted to share it here too and turn this into an episode that hopefully will inspire other women who are thinking about getting into tech. Now, granted, when I first started to learn to code, it was 2000. Yahoo was still used more than Google because nobody really knew what Google was yet. And I was 13. Now, I've always been self-taught. So my experiences in tech don't come from any kind of classes like sunlight, but I've also been working full-time as a web developer since I was 18. Now, let me preface all of this by saying that I have been very lucky in my journey. I've had wonderful mentors, leaders, and jobs where I missed out on a lot of the more negative experiences of my female peers, and I'm well aware of that. But my journey also hasn't been all sunshine and roses either. You're listening to the Digital Masters Growing Your Web Dev Business Podcast. Each week, I take you through actionable strategies that you can use to improve your own web design business and make more money with every website you build. I'm your host, Marisa Vanskyver, aka Captain Coder. I honestly think I got involved in the tech world at the right time. Now, I never had anyone tell me that I couldn't or shouldn't code because I was a girl. In fact, most people just thought I was magic because I had started to figure this out when I was so young. Honestly, I think learning at a young age is the perfect time to learn code. It's like learning a second or third, or fourth language. So our brains are primed for that when we're younger. But in 2005, being able to code a website was pretty un- a pretty uncommon skill for anyone. Sure, many of us at that time were building and learning basic HTML for our MySpace pages and Zanga diaries. But building a full website and launching it, that was a mystical thing. Now, I did take a couple of classes in high school, honestly, for the easy A's, that covered basic HTML and CSS. I thought that I might learn something new, but what I learned was that I taught myself most of it already. Now, my teacher had also taught my computer programmer older brother, so she took an interest in me from the start. Because of her, though, I landed my first couple of freelance jobs, and she recommended me for a full-time in-house web development job right after I'd graduated high school. You know, I grew up here in Wichita, Kansas. I moved back here a few years ago, and I honestly think that's one reason I had the experiences that I did. No one really ever questioned my skill set because I was a girl or a teenager, It was so unusual and such a new concept, especially here, that no one cared who I was. They just got told that I could build a website and they believed me. (laughs) That was not my experience, though, as I delved further into my career. But I think that early encouragement made it a lot easier for me to continue on. Now, that trust honestly extended to my first full-time job. 
as I mentioned, my high school teacher recommended me to a friend of hers that opened a local computer repair that had operated a local computer repair company. It paid like $7 an hour, maybe $7.50, but it was full-time work for the summer before I left for college. My job revolved mostly around making updates to their current websites, managing any future growth plans, but it also quickly started to include some marketing-related tasks. After all, I was young. I should understand these new digital techniques. Now, at that job, I basically got to do what I thought was best. It meant that I spent a lot of time researching, learning, expanding my skill set. I even spent a ridiculous amount of time building out a super sweet flash animation and website. Okay, that was acceptable back in 2005, okay? My boss trusted me. It was just odd because I was one of the lone women on the staff, and I was the youngest by about 10 years. Well, besides a front desk kid. That's one thing that you have to understand about being a woman in tech. You're likely going to have to work with teams of men. <laughs> now, have you ever seen the show Zoe Extra Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist? Zoe is a software programmer for a Silicon Valley startup. She miraculously has a female boss, which honestly is almost unbelievable. But she's the only woman on a team of a couple dozen men. That's almost always been my experience. Web development, especially for whatever reason, has long been considered a dude job. I'm not even sure why that is. Coding is all about writing and solving puzzles, just, you know, through PHP and JavaScript. Now, I actually had a female coworker tell me once a few years ago that she could have been a coder if anyone had ever encouraged her to be one when she was younger. We're the same age. I looked up at her from behind my multiple monitor setup, and I told her, frankly, that no one had encouraged me. I just gone and learned. No one told me I couldn't, but no one told me to do it either. There's no need to wait for permission if you think you want to code. You just need to go and dude. Rant over. So back to being the sole woman. <laughs> Look, I'll be totally honest with you guys. I have three brothers and I'm the only girl in my family. I have always been comfortable around guys much more than I am around women, honestly. Maybe that's part of the reason why I never struggled quite the same way I've heard some other women struggle. And just because you're the sole female on a team of guys doesn't mean you have to change who you are either. My favorite team to this day was my dev team in college. It was me and five male computer science majors. Sure, when my our boss introduced the female English major as the newest member of the team, I got some looks, but they accepted me pretty quickly. We were all learning, and none of us were experts by any means. We were happy to help each other out, and I had skills they didn't, like design and front-end layouts. We hung out together, we nerded out together, we got lunch together. It was an awesome little community in our nerd cave. But again, I know that that could have totally gone a different way. Now, one downside to being surrounded by men in this industry 
it's hard to find a female mentor. Not to brag, but I have been doing this a long time. Now it's been over 20 years since I started learning to code. For a while, I leaned on my brother to help guide me. Though he always refused to teach me how to hack, like he felt I would use my powers for evil rather than good. He probably was wrong. My high school teacher was great, but she didn't have any real dev experience either. All of my bosses and team leads have always been men. I've yet to meet a woman who's been coding longer than I have. Now, there are some days that I wish that was different. There are days, especially when I was younger and I was dealing with kind of the sexist bosses, that I I wish I had someone to talk to about the pain of having to prove myself. Which is one reason why whenever I hear of any of my friends' kids who want to learn to code, I jump in maybe a little too hard. (laughs) I actually volunteered and taught a kid's coding class while I was working in Scotland. And given my current busy schedule, it's one reason why I plan to donate 5% of my profits over this first half of the year to the organization Girls Who Code. Of course, another more obvious downside to being surrounded by men in this industry, there's always the one sexist jerk. Now, I didn't really experience my first issue until I had been working full-time as a dev for almost four years. My boss at the college left, and his replacement was not my favorite person in the world. Now, at the time, it was me, the five computer science major guys, and we had hired one customer service girl. We'd had an increased workload from the school. We needed some help. He walked into the room, looked around, pointed at the other girl and I, and said, oh, are these both customer service reps? Thankfully, my boys had my back and quickly pointed out that I, too, was an ASP.NET C-sharp coder but he never really believed them. Very quickly, he gave a raise to my coworker and put him in charge of us. Though I had been there a year longer and understood more about the projects that we had ongoing. He started to not give me as much work to do. And he'd question everything I did, but he would never question my coworkers. So I left. Now, unfortunately, I chose to go to a startup that of course collapsed within my first three months. So I went back to the college. I just put my head down and did good work. I only had a few months left until graduation. I mean, it was, it was fine. My next issue was with my boss in the UK. Now, don't get me wrong. He knew I could do the work, at least at first. I was hired to be a glorified HTML data entry clerk. And the team I was on was built of people of varying tech experience. Two older women, two guys about my age, and a guy a little bit younger. Next to a coworker, the younger guy, I had the most actual back-end programming experience. Actually, I probably had the most back-end programming experience, at least paid. In my first couple of weeks, I got assigned to work on a custom conversion project that I built in PHP. Over time, I helped build WordPress websites, Parallax animations, and more. But then they hired another dude programmer. Suddenly, I wasn't getting the same projects. This guy, no offense, had far fewer years of experience than I did, and he took twice as long to complete his projects. He also 
basically refused to participate in the main HTML conversions that were our main job function. It didn't matter that I had the skills or that I was the team player when the fun projects weren't around. I got shoved to the side in favor of a guy. Now, I can't even say that all my experiences were because my bosses were sexist per se. A lot of the time, I just found myself proving my skill set over and over and over again. When I got hired by a company back here in Wichita, I was offered a super lowball salary. I actually told him that I'd take it, but I would prove I was worth much more than that very quickly. Now, within six months, the first six months I worked there, I got two raises equaling a 70% increase in salary, and I was promoted to be the senior in charge of the team of developers. But why didn't he trust my work to begin with? I honestly don't know. He actually had two other women on the team, but I came with years more experience than either of them had. Most of the time I was hired, I feel like it was sometimes done with reluctance. I just knew I had to work to prove that that reluctance was wrong as soon as possible. Now, when I first started a full-service agency with a partner, I was 29. And telling people that I had 11 years worth of experience building websites and doing digital marketing. I never really felt the I'm too young sting that my partner did because I knew that I knew what I was doing. But I do know that we lost a couple contracts because we were women. I know that a few of our clients were skeptical, skeptical, a little skeptical, that I could do what I was saying I could do, that I had the actual experience I was claiming I did. Now, when we would meet other website agencies, employees, and get to know them, I often had to defend my experience to them and why I did the things that I did. Many, for instance, didn't understand why I didn't just buy a premium WordPress theme and customize that. Why was I wasting my time custom coding things? Because I know that that provides a better quality product that's more secure, that it will last longer. I've been doing this for years. I knew the right answer. But because I was young and a woman, I'm not sure they all trusted my experience. I do have to say... For most of my amazing clients now, and the people I'm meeting now, it's not even a question that I can do what I say I can. Now, I sometimes have to explain that, yes, I have been doing this for money since I was about 16 and 17. And yes, I really started to learn to code when I was 13. Of course, I have a wealth of a portfolio to point to now. I have the work to back up what I'm saying. I may be completely discounting that I'm able to show the proof, and that's why I don't have the same issues. But there have been so many times throughout the ups and downs of my career that I've not been questioned at all. I tell friends and connections that I code, and they just think it's cool. I'm not even sure I've had a casual acquaintance ask me what it's like to be a woman in tech. And I love that. Someday, I hope that attitude is the norm. Look, if you want to get involved and see women in tech be as commonplace as my experience has mostly felt, I highly encourage you to donate to an organization like Girls Who Code that helps girls that are the same age I was start to learn to code. 
Let's get rid of those teams of dudes and let's diversify. Thank you all for listening to our episode this week. If you want to catch more Digital Masters, you can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app or visit us at digitalmasterspodcast.com. If you have any questions or you want to learn more about digital marketing, follow us on Instagram at digitalmasterspodcast or visit us online at becomeadigitalmaster.com. Can't wait to talk to you all again next week.